Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Today, we are continuing our conversation from last week, which was around when to speak up and when to be silent. And last week, we spoke about some of the challenges to speaking up, the ability and impact we have when we do speak up. And we talked about being clear on the intention behind our communication, how to communicate effectively and with empathy, and about stepping out of our comfort zones to create a positive outcome or to move a conversation forward. And so if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I invite you to go back and do this because communication is a skill that we all develop over time and we do need to keep practicing it so that we can communicate more effectively, more authentically and have a bigger impact in our work and in the world. So if you've not checked that out yet, go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us now because in this episode, we are talking about when to stay quiet. And as part of that, we are talking about the art of active listening, which is something unfortunately that we are never taught growing up and it's such an important skill. I think it's actually a real game changer in terms of how people communicate. And I also want to just share with you some of my own personal experiences about knowing when to stay silent and how sometimes I've got that wrong because, again, we are all works in progress. None of us are perfect and it's about showing up. It's about doing the work and getting better day in, day out. That is how we grow. That is how we develop. And I think that's really how we become the best versions of ourselves professionally and personally. So getting into it, active listening. Now, you might be thinking, what is the difference between listening and active listening? And they are built on the same foundation, but active listening is much more intentional. It is focused on really understanding the message that has been communicated to you by someone else. And a really easy way to think about this is to think about right now where you are. As you're listening to this podcast, there's probably other noises going on around you. Maybe you're driving, maybe you're out for a walk. Now, most of the time we block out most of the sounds. You might just be listening to my voice and not hearing the birds tweet or the cars beeping. And that's great. I appreciate you being here with me. But when we decide to actively listen and really connect into what's going on around us. We actually heighten our hearing senses and we start to observe more things that are going on. So instead of just hearing me now, you might hear that person mowing the lawn and the dog barking as their owner is taking them out for a walk. You might start to pick up on other things. And with active listening, it's about increasing our awareness to see what's going on bigger picture. And it's about giving our attention to that moment, to that person that's speaking, to that message that is being conveyed. And so really that first thing we need to do in that active listening process is give our full attention. Now, most of us are not even aware that we aren't doing this, but there are two really common ways that this happens. The first is that we have distractions. That might be that we're scrolling our phone. It might be that we're checking our email. It may be that we're taking notes on our laptop. These are all distractions to a conversation. The other big distraction we have is that most of us, when we are listening to someone talk, our brain is going into autopilot to think about how we respond. Now, this is a very natural process. Our brain is designed to do this. But what it means is instead of giving 100% attention to what someone else is saying, 
we're sort of listening. We're giving 50% and we're thinking about our response so that we don't look stupid, so that we can get our message across clearly. And so the focus shifts from the person speaking to us preempting us being the speaker. And as through this episode, I talk about some tips to listen more actively, I want you to think about it may actually require you to slow down the pace and engage in a different way. And this is something, again, just to practice and to test out and to allow yourself more time to reflect in the process of communicating so that you can be fully present for others, understand their message and where they are coming from, and then respond in a way that is meaningful and is aligned with what you were trying to achieve. But before we do talk about more about active listening, I want to just reiterate why it's so important. Because the words we say is only one part of the communication. You know, there's that old saying of people won't remember what you say, they'll remember how you made them feel. And when we step into active listening, we actually start to get more of a sense of people beyond simply just the words that they are saying to us. We start to understand at a much deeper level what they are trying to communicate and what their intention is. And that's really important because someone can deliver exactly the same message and exactly the same words, but their manner, their tone, their style, their rapport can completely shift our interpretation. So we can have the same message, the same words conveyed and have two completely opposite responses to it. And then, of course, our response then impacts how we interact back. So we need to really get present in our conversations and really invite more meaningful communications. We do that through things like having eye contact by showing verbal and nonverbal cues. So acknowledging someone when they're speaking, nodding, Smiling, how we show up, right? If we're stone-faced, someone's going to be a lot more defensive in their communication style. If we can be a bit more neutral or positive, it will shift the tone. We also want to really avoid interrupting people. And we all do this so often. It's crazy. I want you to actually try this. The next meeting you go into, just observe how often people interrupt each other. Generally, this is not meant to be disrespectful or disruptive, but it is. And we suddenly find people, as I said, so focused on their own message that you're not actually hearing what the person before them is saying and they're not giving them the space to complete their thought. And again, this comes back to this idea of being an empathetic listener who can put themselves in the shoes of the person speaking and see beyond simply the words they are conveying. And once we do that, we get a much fuller picture of not what only is being said, but also what the intention behind it is. And from that, We get to decide how we respond. And I always think it's really useful to paraphrase back to someone what they've just said, right? Repeat the messaging as you understood it and ensure that it's correct, right? Get that clarification. And again, so often I think we resist asking clarifying questions because we don't want to appear stupid. And I think that can be so detrimental because we can go off with assumptions that are incorrect and we end up having conversations in parallel that are never going to meet because we don't have the same common understanding. So after you've listened actively, really repeat the messaging, ask those clarifying questions, try and avoid judgment. I know this is easier said than done because we are humans, we spend our lives judging, but be open-minded to what is being said and to the fact that there might be other things going on here or other valuable perspectives that might influence our own thinking if we were to give them the space to do that. And so once we actually really practice this art of active listening, we really can gauge more of what is being intended through the communication. And then that allows us to really take that moment, that moment of breath, and think about how we respond. Is this the moment to speak up? And if so, 
as we spoke about last week, what is the intention behind it? What are we trying to achieve? Or is this actually a time to stay silent? And oftentimes what we actually need is some time to reflect, to digest the information we've received and to think about what is the right next thing. And often we don't give ourselves that time. And from my experience, what we actually need to do in those moments is actually ask for it. So actually explain to someone, I'm taking on board what you've said. I want to digest this message. And it might be a few moments. It might be something you do in that meeting where you just say, just give me a moment to just mull this over and think about what we need to do from here. And then you can articulate your points and speak up. Or you might need a bit more time and you might need to go away from the conversation and come back to them. And, you know, I know this for myself. I'm a reflective thinker. I often need to mull over ideas, particularly when they're complex or challenging or confronting. I need to really think through it before I'm comfortable to speak up. And so don't be scared to let there be a moment. Ask for time so you can formulate the approach that's aligned with the intention you have and is a considered and measured approach to your own decision-making process. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I want you to take a moment to let you know about my free career confidence masterclass. This is for ambitious career orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. We have forgotten the importance of silence. We are always distracted and engaged in something. We tend to step in as soon as there is a pause or a silence. We have become so overloaded in our sensory expectations that we don't know how to sit in a stillness. And sometimes that's just what we need. And, you know, if you've ever been involved in a negotiation, right, those pauses are so important. Now I'm really thinking about my own pauses as I'm talking to you, but those pauses, they're the awkward silences that get someone else to talk first, that can move the needle in your favour and the whole skill around that, and one that we don't practice very much. And again, it comes back to just deepening our own communication skills. But there is a time to be silent. Now the other aspect of this conversation is around when just not to speak up about things, when to let things go through to the keeper and to not make an issue about something. Now, this can be a really big challenge for women in our industry. When we see something happen on site or happen in a work environment that is inappropriate. And it's actually harder to deal with situations when things are not overtly wrong. So what I mean by that, for example, is if you see a clear example of harassment on site, it is much easier to call that out. But if you hear someone making an off remark or a distasteful joke, it's generally harder to speak up about those things because they're closer to the line of what is acceptable and what isn't. And so we don't want to make a big mountain out of a molehill. We don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill. So oftentimes we try not to engage it or we might not speak up because it is in that grey area. I, as an individual, one of my strongest values is social justice and fairness. And so I'm always that person that jumps in and will call out things that I think are inappropriate or misaligned. And I'm going to be honest, this is a bit of a love-hate thing I have for myself. I love that I will do that. I love that I speak up. I love that I am clear on my truth and my values. But this has caused a lot of angst for me personally at different times. And this is where I think it's really important to 
come back to something I said in the last episode, which was around, you know, we need to be clear on our intentions. Are we wanting to speak up because it will progress a conversation forward or address an injustice? Or are we speaking up because we are right? And I think sometimes we need to really stop and think about that question because at times I think I've been motivated by needing to be right and by needing to make a point. And whilst there is a time and place for that, it's about finding the right balance and it's about formulating those trusting relationships where you can have a conversation, you can speak up and get a message or an agenda across in a way that is constructive and not detrimental to the broader objectives. And this is something I'm still working on because, to be honest, my problem is less about when to speak up and more about when not to. And that is obviously a balancing point for each of us that will be different. But I think it's okay sometimes to let things go through to the keeper. And I say that obviously with the disclaimer that we absolutely need to stand up for harassment and and big issues. But sometimes we don't need to fall into the pettiness of some things and keep asserting the need to be right or superior. And so I'm actually going to leave this and think more on this for myself personally. But I want you to think about how you show up. How do you want to be conveyed? How do you want to be seen in the world? How do you want to convey your message? And in what manner and in what format and in what forum? Use this conversation as something to move you forward and to get you more aligned with who you want to be in this world and how you want to show up. And know that sometimes we absolutely need to stand up and speak up. And sometimes we need to stay silent. We need to let things play their natural course and not be driven by self-righteousness. And really, we need to commit to being part of the conversation and actively listening and making sure we are present for others and that we approach all our communications with that clear intention and with the purpose of moving things forward. Okay, my beautiful friend, let's leave it there. I will talk to you on the next episode. Have a beautiful day and go do some amazing things in the world. (laughs) You've got this, my friend. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.